downloadable, entertaining podcasting. This is Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Welcome to episode three, Life is Like a Box of Dads. And you can tell a lot about a dad by the shoes they wear, where they've been, where they're going. Great to be back with you, Coach Randy. It's great to be back. This is the, (laughs) settle down, settle down, this is the Valentine's Day themed episode. Right, Valentine's Day. It's a love day. Every day is Valentine's Day. Every damn day. But it's a lot of pressure for Valentine's Day, too. So, funny story. My uh, beautiful wife, Michelle, she sends me on an errand Mm -hmm. off the honeydew list to uh, go to the local pharmacy and get the Valentine's Day cards and candy Mm -hmm. that the kids trade on Valentine's Day. Gotcha. I'm with you. Right? You remember that tradition? I remember that tradition. It's still going on. Right? And you so have to include everybody. Cap. Everybody has to Absolutely. get one. Absolutely. Even the kids that uh, you may not have a good relationship with. It's got to be forced. Yeah, I remember getting a few of those cards saying, I don't really like you, but happy Valentine's Day. But happy Day. Valentine's Day. Yes, because it's all about inclusion. Yes. So I go to the pharmacy. I go into the Valentine's Day card and candy aisle. There's like six or seven other dads Uh-oh. who were assigned to go and get Valentine's that was Day their job. cards and candies. That, that was their was, job. That was what they were doing on, on that Sunday. And there was this one guy I just couldn't shake. He's on the phone with his wife. And he's like, one of those like a box of 28, and then there's a box of 44, and then there's one for he 32. cannot make an executive decision. And, cannot. Uh, there, there's Mickey themes, and then there's superhero themes. There's like a Nickelodeon show I've never heard of. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? And then there's there's like miniatures. Do I get the bag of miniatures, or do I just get like a bag I of m and that. We just I dump. so picture So far, I pulled this guy aside. I said, look, <laughs> I understand that this might be the kind of thing that you as a dad, you don't normally do. You're kind of out of your comfort zone. Yes. But it's candy. It's not like you're buying a Volvo for your wife. <laughs> is it really that hard? He's really concerned. Cause, listen, if you mess this up, you hear about it. You hear about it from your kids. You hear about it from your kids. Like, you got really bad, sucky stuff, Dad. So so then what do you t- after you talk to him, what do you say? What do, what do you go with? What did he go with? Well, he, he looked at me like uh, I was insulting his intelligence, which, mind you, I was. <laughs> but I didn't stick around long enough to find out what he picked out. Did you tell him we have a podcast called Bad of the Dad? No, I don't want him listening because <laughs> I knew we were going to be talking about him. <laughs> this is Bad to the Dad. We have an excellent show. Great I'm show. really, really excited about our guest. Leo Lionheart Lyacono, former boxer, great dad. He's legit, got a couple man. of we got sweet a legit girls. guests this week. Yeah. Not that other guests weren't legit, but we've got uh, a boxer. Oh, yeah. Come the house. Oh, I, yeah. Bet, I bet she has man hands. No doubt. And I'm just glad he's on my side. Uh, he's going to be on our side. It's bad to the dead. The podcast is called Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. If you want to find us on social media, it's super silly easy. Most of the handles on our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, which we, we really get on the, gotta get on the stick on that. Randy. We gotta do Twitter. It's, yeah. but it takes so much time. It does. You gotta does. get you have to get likes. You get people who want to yeah. join you and become your friends. It's right. we're still time. trying to figure out the Instagram thing, mm-hmm. but Instagram is at bad to the dad. Mm-hmm. Twitter at bad to the dad. Facebook would be front slash uh, bad to the dad. And then we have our website, which is simply bad to the You want to find out what's going on? Who our guests will be? Before the podcast drops, after the podcast drops, sometimes we show a little bit of behind the scenes, all the good, funky fun that we have when we record the show on Sundays. You go to the social media, you go to the website, you go to the Facebook, and you'll find us at Bad to the Dad and badtothedad.com. Hey, we got it. Episode three. 
<laughs> the uh, FCC did not say, okay, guys, enough. All right. No Let's one, keep this thing going. No one's turned off. We're getting some downloads. We're getting some hits. We have gone global. Global. I've noticed uh, some downloads in Israel. Israel. So for we our friends Israel. in Israel, Shalom Havarim. Shalom. And uh, Italy. Italy. We've got some Italy. Yes. Uh, uh, buongiorno, Bella. Grazie. Grazie mille. J- Japan. Japan. Arigato gozaimasu. Yeah, right. Domo arigato. Mr. Roboto. Yeah, I see. Everything you learned about Japanese, you got from a stick song. From a stick song. I can, right? always, I can always count on you, Randy. No, so it's uh, we're doing all right. We're uh, we're bad to the dad, and uh, I'm happy to be here. You know, it's uh, first of all, we got a great show. As you know, we got uh, Leo the Lionheart. Lyakono. Lyakono, Former man. boxer. No joke. He was in uh, 20 bouts, and 20 we'll talk bouts. a little bit about that when he... When he gets here, but he's just uh, just a great down-to-earth guy, too. A wonderful dad. You know, so uh, I want to tell you, I found last week's episode, uh, Fef worked, man. Oh, you cooked some wings? Well, I went to to your house, and I got to tell you, Fef, and I I wanted to share this with you. I I wanted to bring it up. I think we're changing people's lives just through Fef. Actually, I think we're saving people's marriages. (laughs) It's, It's a whole movement through... Fried food. Well, what's really amazing is, you know, I got reached out by a, a mom. Oh. And she had mentioned that her husband's wings, although he thought they were wonderful, they really weren't that pleasant. They weren't, they were soggy. Mm. They weren't, they were crisp. Uh, and he was so proud of them, but yet she felt really embarrassed to say, listen, they're really not that great. So what did she do? She tells him, listen to the podcast. He listens, listens about Fef. She heard it first. He thinks it's his idea. He comes back and says, sweetheart, I got a new idea for wings this weekend. What does he do? He feft. He feft. He feft. I'm so glad this podcast is helping people. We're saving marriages. Saving marriages. And saving saving kitchens through the feft method. Now, if you didn't download week number two, download week number two. You got it. You got it. And you'll learn about FEF, which is flour, egg, flour. That That's is the it. coding concept for your buffalo chicken wings. So I just want to people out there... We're not therapists. We're oh, not psychiatrists. Oh, oh, not even close. But yet, here we are helping people help themselves. Mm. And who knew that FEF would be so wonderful? So, Adam, thank you for teaching us FEF. I am so glad. I am so glad that I can pass on this philosoph- philosophy. I, a Dr. Phil, I'm not. <laughs> but right. I, I'm not I just, even a Dr. Scholz. I just had a show. I, you FEFed the heck out of it. Mm. Well, when I bring the FEF, it's with capital letters. I, you're a mother F- FEFer. Oh, oh, oh. I'll give you that. All right, a mother well pepper. Well played. Okay. Are we done praising ourselves now? I, I just want to let you know oh, that right. I, I needed to tie that back in, that uh, I found it very worthwhile mm-hmm. and give our re- listeners a chance to know that we offer valuable insight to everyday challenges to help everyday life. That's why we're here. Bad to the dad. So how was your week? My week was good. I was on the road. Yes. I travel for work. So what's that like being a dad traveling on the road? You know, when the kids were younger, mm-hmm. I think they were sad to see Dad go. <laughs> yes. And uh, then it was, well, what did you bring back for me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, you know, Dad is going shopping yes. uh, somewhere. So yeah. this time I was in Florida, but I mm-hmm. used to travel to India once or twice a year. I remember that, yeah. And this was great for me, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. When you go to India, you see a lot of different things, right? You okay. see crowds, you see traffic. Unfortunately, you also see a lot of poverty. Oh, yeah, slum dogs. Right. So... I took a lot of pictures mm-hmm. of kids living in poverty, you know, okay. bathing in the same water that a water buffalo is bathing in, Gross. begging on the streets, that kind yeah. of thing. 
This is good because it gave me leverage. Okay, leverage. So anytime the kids say, can I have another Xbox game? Ah. Can I get another upgrade to my phone? What do I do? I whip out the picture. I go, see this kid? <laughs> Does he have an Xbox? Did he get a new Xbox game? Do you think he's upgrading to the iPhone 10? All right. So mm-hmm. what I hear is that uh, there's an element of guilt. A bad the dad knows when to use proper reinforcement to... Uh, allow our children to understand just how good they really have it. As a dad, sometimes I can be morally ambivalent Mm -hmm. and use all of these adventures touring around the world to come back and showcase how the rest of the world actually operates. It's not all about suburbia. Some kids are living in squalor, mm-hmm. and they don't know from the Xbox. They don't know from the, they don't even know Xbox. No, all they care about is when's their next meal going to happen. Yes, That's... when they when they come home for dinner, it's like, well, what do you want? Well, should we have more dust? More dust. Well, we've got more dust for you. Or they they get whatever scraps Would they you can. Like some water with that dust to make some mud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. And that's that's. Now, do your kids want you to bring something back when they go? No, eat? they sort of grown out of that. They Thank realize goodness. that. You know, there came a point where dad was mailing it in. It's all right. It's another crappy mug with my name on it from the airport. Yes. So it's not like he's going into town and getting good getting stuff. Good it's stuff, like, oh, 10 minutes to board. I got to go into the gift shop and get an overpriced crappy mug with, with the kid's name on it. So we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. But listen, this week is life is life. I can't do it as good as you do it for me, please. So you so you want me to keep oh, doing this? Keep, keep, keep. So this is Adam D., Doing Tom Hanks doing Forrest Gump. So this is the part of the show where um, I'm basically the dancing monkey in the circus, and I'm entertaining you. It is so funny. I don't know if it's entertaining for anybody else, but (laughs) life is like a box of dads. There's a, there's a lot of ways to make a dad. So if you were dad and you're if you were Forrest Gump, dads who work on cars, and even dads from Greenbow, Alabama. So if you're that's a, actually a line from the movie. I know that is. That's so funny. You're just so I keep running. I was podcasting. <laughs> Lieutenant Dad, Magic Legs. <laughs> That'd be nice to have Lieutenant Dan here. Uh, yeah, I would imagine he's probably a good dad too. Yeah. Uh, so this you know, the build up to Valentine's Day. I don't know about you as a dad. There's like there's a lot of expectations there for Valentine's Day, don't you think? Do you do anything fun for 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 Jessa? Because she's a wonderful lady and is deserving of Valentine's Day showering every day from you. <laughs> you know, so that that's the piece. It's like a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. Right? Because it's a scam. Know, it's a scam. It's a scam, you know. So there's bad of the dead. So you do stuff for your kids. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of go out, we get a couple cards, you know, and yeah, it's like <laughs> You know, why do you have a day of love then for my, my wife, you know, Valentine's Day? You think, well, we do so much for each other. Anyhow, I often struggle with this. And the mm-hmm. truth is, do we spend money on something? I know that she loves flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can't go wrong with flowers. But then right now, she works in a couple different places. Where do you send the flowers? Ooh. Well, yeah, I think you have to wait for her to come home. And she opens the door. And voila, flowers are waiting for her on the kitchen table. You know, so... I'm thinking maybe flowers. I don't know. I mean, what about Michelle? What do you do for Valentine's Day? So every year, yeah, since really the year we met, let's uh, we met in December of '99. So every year since 2000, I have written her a love poem. A love poem. Poem. A poem. Not a poem, but a poem. A poem. 
Now, you know me. I do. And, you know, nothing is is, is straight and direct. I would it? never think of yeah. you being a poet, but now I'm intrigued. So here's what I do in this poem. Mm-hmm. There uh, has to be an element of lightheartedness, of comedy, right? But it basically is sort of a snapshot of mm-hmm. what went on in our lives in the past year. So in 2014, we got a dog. Mm-hmm. So the poem was about Dano, our terrier mix. Oh, we love Dano. Right? Yes. Um, one year, we uh, traveled out of the country. Mm-hmm. So the poem reflected some of our adventures traveling mm-hmm. out of the country. Okay. So. Do you have any kind of... Uh, can you give us a little hint about this year? I mean, I know that... Michelle's one of our big fans here, Bad mm-hmm. the Dad. Yeah. Do you drop little hints, or is that something you want to keep to yourself? I want to keep some things close to the vest, but it seems like our, our lives lately have been about uh, chauffeuring uh, our daughter to basketball, so maybe there'll be a basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also been orthodontia this year, so we've oh, the braces. You know, hit, that, uh, hit that turning point. Now, is, it, is, the, is the poem, is it like a haiku? It's really more of Is it a, a rhyming? It's a rhyming scheme, you know, maybe I'll do a little iambic pentameter. If, you know, those of you following at home, you know what I'm if talking about. If you get about. real quickly, I'm not quite sure. I've... You know, I don't even know what iambic pentameter is. It just sounds like something that poets should know. Something that poets know. You know, it, it's 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 really more like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Every other line rhymes. Oh, it's more like Dr. Seuss. No, it's right. more like Weird Al. Weird Al. <laughs> it's more like the Weird Al of, of Weird... love poems. So you're referring to Weird Al Yankovic. Right, so Adam D. drops a poem that is often a rhyme. Don't sleep on Weird Al. No, no. one of my musical heroes. Have you ever up. considered maybe slam poetry in that situation? I think Michelle might slam me after she reads the poem. <laughs> That's what you're getting at. But I know, I, I know what you're talking about. I, you know, I never considered taking these poems on the road. Well, I got to tell you, I think that's something special. That's what I love about you, Adam D. You've got a place in your heart that it's just talent, man. It is raw. I think it's almost untapped talent. It's um, just just working very hard at doing something different. Different. That's, but the thing is, you're always trying to build up and build. That's a lot of pressure. See, and now I'm thinking to myself, F, man, i got to think about some kind of poem for my wife. Well, don't, you know, don't, don't bite on, on my gig. You, all right, know, you, so, should have, you should have your own things. All right. So, but, okay. So what, I, what, like song lyrics? Should I sing her no, a song? No, why don't you paint her something? Paint. I should yeah. paint her a picture. Yeah. For you, I think you should start with figure painting. <laughs> we can start or with figure- color by numbers. I'm going to go with color by numbers. Actually, they have these apps now on iPhones yeah. that you just push. Impersonal. That's impersonal. It's very impersonal. That won't come as go out, Go out and get a book. There, there's an aisle in the pharmacy where I got the right. Valentine's cards where you can probably right. get a paint by numbers book. So if it's a you great were, start for Again, you. if you were Tom Hanks playing Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. how would you encourage me to go out and become and, and create this, this, this picture? <laughs> I think you should paint a picture for where are we going with this that's what to make you laugh I think I'm all tapped out on Forrest Gump uh, alright but uh, it is Valentine's yeah. Day how about your kids do stuff for your kids I feel like every day is Valentine's Day yeah when when you're the Chandler kids mm-hmm. but yeah you know there'll be some sort of junk food involved there'll be Probably a heaping helping of penny vodka pasta that will barely be eaten and have to be taken home. And it'll sit in the fridge and it'll continue to sit in the fridge and will never be eaten and it'll be thrown out. out. Yeah. For us, us, that's a romantic (laughs) family dinner. So I love the idea, though. Life is like a box of dads, right? Uh, Which is a play on laugh is like a box of chocolates. I can't do it as good as you, but it's like that play. So tell me, if you were a box of dads, Mm. what kind of dads, Hmm. like... Like, what kind of dads do you have? I mean, what kind of dads are you? Well, there's all kinds of different dads. Just like, there's all kinds of shrimping. <laughs> shrimping. 
what kind of shrimp is there? Well, you know, there's there's the there's the fun dad. There's a fun dad. Right? Yep. It's always fun. There's the disciplinarian dad. Disciplinarian dad. You know, uh, fair but firm. Fair but firm. Mm -hmm. Okay. There is the dad that is good at all of the left brain mm -hmm. type of stuff, yes, right? The yeah. math, the science, mm -hmm. and they're a good influence in that regard. Mm -hmm. And then you have the right brain, you mm -hmm. know, sort of the creative, funny, you know, mm -hmm. more emotional, loving dads. Yeah. And then you also have the sporty dads, yes. who, like yourself, are the coaches, yep. and they teach you how to throw the spiral, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. how to throw a knuckleball, mm -hmm. and how to do a backhand and forehand. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, there's there's not one profile. Mm -hmm. There's probably a uh, combination, right? Mm -hmm. There's a mixture of those different things in, in every dad. And there's probably a bunch that I haven't mentioned. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's a wonderful idea to think that we are like this kind of multiple, we have multiple personalities, mm -hmm. uh, and trying to figure out what it means to be a dad in this situation. Uh, many dads, like, well, how do you learn how to dad? We usually learn how to learn how to dad from our, our previous dads. Yeah. Do you have any kind of funny story that you remember from your dad that ever happened? A funny story. You know, my... Uh the, the things I, I remember about growing up with my dad is he uh, he worked very hard mm -hmm. and he loved being a contributor to the workforce society. I mm -hmm. think he felt that that was a privilege, not a right. So that's yeah. what I learned from him. But I, I loved his Yogi Berra-ish kind of wisdom. So I'll give you an example. I remember this one family trip we took to Washington, D.C. Yeah. And we were familiar with the city, but we were in a part of Northern Virginia that we at that time were not that familiar with and we missed the turn off off the George Washington Parkway and then we missed the next one because we just this is before <laughs> GPS so we yes. just were not sure exactly. where is that darn and not, turn off and you're not going to stop and ask for directions so I was getting a little nervous because the gas needle is starting to drift a little to the left yes. and into that red zone that red close zone. to the E yes and I said dad I think we're lost and I'm getting a little worried and he said Adam we're not lost it's just that the place that we're looking for is not here. <laughs> you gotta love dads. You yeah. know, it's funny. I was thinking about that uh, a story about my dad. Yeah, uh, and it's really funny. He's uh, if growing up, you know, he 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 also he worked unbelievably hard. He he worked three or four jobs, whatever he could to uh, to provide for us. And he used to complain as we got older that we wouldn't turn the lights off in the house. <laughs> right. That was his big thing. Just it was turn a run the on energy, up. and you had to just turn the lights off. Careful. Just turn the lights off, and it got to a point to where one night he flipped his stuff. Oh. Right, he flipped his stuff, and he came home. He's so upset at me and my brother that you know what? You're not going to turn the lights off. I'm going to turn all the lights on. He went out throughout the entire house. He turned every light on. He turned lights on. I didn't even know we had lights. <laughs> up and up in the attic, all over the place. And I'm like, my brother and I were laughing, like, Dad's losing it. Right, my mom's like, "Larry, honey, you okay?" And I, my brother and I are thinking it's hysterical because he's finally lost his stuff, and he's bouncing around and screaming and yelling. Right, and don't remember what happened after that, but I remember not too long ago, we just got our, we just got our electricity bill. <laughs> <laughs> and what am I talking about now? Turn the lights off. Mm -hmm. Turn the lights mm -hmm. off. Turn or, the lights or off. You're gonna have to. i pay have, for it. I, or you got to pay for it. And so even though I thought my dad was all nuts, the truth is. It's my money. Turn the lights off. And have you done that now in your house? I, I haven't got to the point where the lights are going to go on, but I often laugh when I want my kids and lights off. That's the story with my dad. You know, there are things that an angry dad does physically mm -hmm. that make sense. Yes. I'm just trying to picture a dad bounding around the house, flipping lights on, <laughs> pulling that little chain no, on the lamp. He's pulling the chain. He's 
not going Almost on. Just yanking the yanking the, the yanking the cord. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad to the dead. Badthedad.com. All right, want to take a moment to thank our sponsor. We have Becky Berman, a uh, Berman Brand. Berman Branding. She's uh, she was awesome. She put together a great logo. Uh, bad to the dad. You gave her a few words. She came back within two days. Bad to the dad. And we've been using it ever since. As a matter of fact, you want to create a contest, don't we? We do want to create a contest. Name the skull. Name the skull. I mean, that was her idea. It was genius. Name the skull. It looks bad. And on top of it, it's wearing a little brim hat. If you look close, it says. SDL. It's like an Easter egg, right? Like an Easter egg. A lot of people have been asking, what's like, Siddle mean? What does Siddle mean? It is <laughs> Suburban Dad's Life. Becky Berman. It's Berman Branding. All right. I'm excited for our guest, Adam. Please. Coach Randy, our guest today on Episode 3 is going to be Leo Lionheart Lyacono. And what I'm excited about with Leo is, you know, when I first got into boxing... I really feel like it was the last great era of boxing because he had so many big names. There's some good, good names for, back the, for the heavyweights, right? You had Evander, you had yep. Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson, yeah. You had Lennox Lewis. I even think didn't uh, our guest uh, Leo Lionheart have a chance to even potentially box Mike he Tyson? He was on the short list, the short list. to fight Mike Tyson. And yeah. I got to tell you, for a million dollars, I might take one punch. I'll never one come back up with Mike yeah. Tyson. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, he was on the short list yep. to, to fight Tyson. But he's he fought some really good boxers. Well, he, fought he fought Ray Mercer. Ray Mercer. Who was a uh, champion. Yeah, in Olympic the, gold, right? The, yeah, and Olympic gold as well. Mm -hmm. But he was a champion in one of the, the many uh, boxing authorities. All that, the you know, belts. There are multiple. multiple, multiple you have the belts. IBC, the WBC. Yes. So uh, he fought a champion. But a sweet guy and, uh, and a great dad. He's an incredible dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think, is it your daughter? Friends with yes, his daughter. Yes, Perry and Olivia are, are good friends, and we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, a tough guy with three girls. <laughs> uh, can't imagine. I can't wait to talk to him. So we'll learn a little bit about that on Bad to the Dad with Leo Lionheart Lyacon. Bad to the Dad podcast. You can follow us on social media at badtothedad.com. On Instagram, Bad to the Dad, on Facebook, and uh, of course our website, badtothedad.com. Episode three, episode Life three. is Like a Box like of Dads. A, it's the Valentine's episode, and when I think Valentine's, uh -huh. I think who would be a better guest than a former boxer? I can't think of anybody better. When I think Valentine's, I'm thinking boxer, right? And we happen to have a former boxer Great with work. us. Great work. I mean, that's fantastic. Look, look at this guy. We're so lucky to have him here in the house. Leo Lionheart Lyacono. We are so excited to thank you for have being you on here, as a guest. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank Thanks you for so having me. guy, good guy. Yeah. I, I know one of his daughters who's a really good friend of Perry's. Yes. And actually did one of those, you know, dad takes him to the mall kind of thing. Uh -huh. You're standing you know, about 100 yards away, but not too close because yes. you don't want to embarrass anybody. Yes. But uh, they, they got along really, really well. Uh, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, again, Leo, great, great to have you here. Let's talk a little bit about the boxing piece first. Um, I'm curious. I'm so how did, curious. How did you get into boxing? It's a crazy story. I mean, I, I don't even know where to start with it. I mean, I was a former football player, um, played through college, uh, had a couple tryouts in the NFL, um, and then just, I don't know, it was 22 years old. One morning I woke up and I'm like, I, I, I don't feel like working. You know, I don't feel like working yet. You know, I don't feel like going into that world and All right. and just didn't really, I didn't really. Um, so you, you went to Keene. What did you study at Keene? I'm real curious. Criminal justice. Criminal justice. Oh, okay. So maybe you thought you might go into 
Green police work. Yeah, police work. Well, that stuff, makes sense. But yeah, you, know, you graduate, not quite ready to go off in the world. No, nah, I wasn't adult. ready for the world. Yeah. All right. And so you did. So you said you uh, had some tryouts with some teams. Which teams were they? I had Detroit Lions, mm -hmm. uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Mm -hmm. Then I had two combines mm -hmm. that I had um, participated in, mm -hmm. and then went out to Canada to the Toronto Argonauts. Mm -hmm. And then came home, and that's when I... You but know, you were a defensive player, right? Defensive player. Now, was it your dream to go off and play yes, pro football? absolutely. What was it like kind of being in that moment where you realized that maybe you might not necessarily be able to achieve that? I'll tell you, it, it was it was, it was was heartfelt when I didn't make it, mm -hmm. but I had an opportunity to meet a great individual named Barry Sanders. You met Barry? I met Barry. What is Barry Sanders really like? What... Uh, just a, just a beautiful human being. You met D. Barry Sanders. Yeah, D. Barry Sanders. I love him. And what yeah. was so? What was, what was a lesson he taught you that was that was so meaningful? Don't give up. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah. give up. And you know what? I took that into my boxing career. Mm -hmm. And um, he was uh, just you know he knew I was kind of down mm -hmm. um, after the, after I got walked um, after I got cut by Detroit. Came back. I said, let me stay for the practice. And I don't know, I just walked over to him and I just started speaking to him. And the next thing you know, we started speaking to one another. He didn't practice. Hmm. They wouldn't put him on the field. <laughs> they didn't want to get hurt. They didn't want to get hurt. Yeah. That's why he retired so, early. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and so he tells you to never give up. And somehow, do you have like this epiphany, this moment of thought and clarity? Like, huh, I'm going to be a boxer? Do you see something on TV? Someone inspires you? Yes. It was uh, Larry Holmes and Jerry Coon. Oh. Uh-huh. And I remember being a little kid and watching that fight. Yeah. And uh, obviously Rocky, Sylvester sure. Stallone. Uh, Can you give me a, give me a Yo Adrian? Yo Adrian. <laughs> Good, Yo Adrian. Yo Adrian. Yeah. So how did how did you get discovered as a boxer? Because you, you you had 20 pro bouts um, you know, against uh, no joke boxers too. Well, I was introduced to a guy named Vinny LaManna. Uh, who I became extremely close to. I wish he would have been here today with us. Um, he, uh, you know, he didn't know much about the sport, but he was such a go-getter. And then one thing led to another. We did something together, and we got to points, and he got me fights, and he got me, you know, fighting in big avenues, like, you know, fighting in Mass Square Garden, What's uh, it like? What's it like fighting there? Uh, I gotta ask. Dream come true. Yeah. Dream come true. I I couldn't even tell you. It was on HBO, and and I I, I look back now, and I I still kind of don't believe. You're like, it. was that really me? Uh, yeah. do, you, do you remember, like, you know, you're you're walking, you know, you're getting your introduction, you're climbing through the ropes. Like, what was going through your mind? Uh. <laughs> I, I just I couldn't I couldn't believe like I was, instead of thinking of the guy in front of me I'm thinking about Joe Lewis fought in here Rocky <laughs> Marciano fought in here that's, that's amazing, this one yeah. uh, and you know I'm not thinking about this guy and I'm, this guy's trying to knock my head off yeah. yeah you know I'm not really thinking about it at that point but uh, calm myself down and you know and ended up winning the fight and and it was it was a pleasure to be there I felt like truly like uh, like a celebrity for that point. You know, I got to sit with Joe Frazier at that time. Uh, cool. Got to meet uh, the Dane, the Wayne brothers, oh, the, yeah. this one, the that yeah. one. Um, it was crazy. Actors, you know, people. And, you know, I, I found that, to, you know, when people see actors and people see people, high high 
quote people. You know, people get crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so weird when you actually sit with them and you just have a conversation. Just regular people. You're just yeah. like, just a conversation right? will happen. Yeah. You know? Crazy. It's we're, crazy. Uh, we're, we're speaking with Leo Lionheart, Lyacono on, on Bad to the Dad. What was your most memorable bout? Um, Louis Tucciarelli. Hmm. I thought uh, you were going to say Ray Mercer. Uh, well, you know, Ray, Ray Mercer was a dream come true. Mm-hmm. Tucciarelli was a tough dude from Buffalo. Okay, tell me. Um, I was going in there, only going in my second fight. Oh, it was only your second my fight. My second right. fight. <laughs> and they put me up. Well, they kind of like threw this at us. I knew it. It was crazy. And the guy was seven and six at the time. And it was just, uh, he dropped me in the first round, I think. I got back up and I was pissed. And from that point on, I just, we fought a war zone. It was like battle, punch for punch, punch for punch. And um, I got to, I won the fight by uh, decision. But, uh, you know, we were supposed to have a rematch and we were supposed to, we became the you know the best of friends now. Yeah, him and I, and uh, we talk on Facebook and we talk on uh, stuff. I mean, so it was kind of cool. But that was a crazy fight. I broke my nose. Mm. Had to get stitches in my eyes. Uh, you name a tooth knocked out in the back of my mouth. Uh, yeah, it was. So you're a pugilist. Yes. <laughs> my I'll grandfather wanted me a pugilist. Whenever I used to see my grandfather, he used to make me taught me how to punch. Taught how to teach my daughter. I mean. Real quick, do you do you teach your kids boxing, your daughters at all? Well, I taught Olivia yeah. for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, the girls, you know, I mean, yes, you want to. And listen, there, I've seen some girls throw some punches. I got, there's this wow show on it. Well, what about the MMA? Absolutely. I mean, the MMA, they've got Absolutely. some. Those, those girls can throw. For, for <laughs> See, I'm not a big fan. I, I, oh, my God, please kill me for this. <laughs> I'm not a big fan for this, but I'm not a big fan of women fighting. Yeah. I'm just yeah. not a big fan of it. If I, he had a son, would you want him to box? A son? No, I wouldn't. Really? No, I wouldn't. I would do it. I, I would tell him to learn how to protect himself. Okay. All right. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. again, everybody intends. Mike Tyson said it the best. You know, um, I always say this. You know, you want to talk a good game, but you got to kind of keep your mouth shut and be humble, mm-hmm. you know, um, with people. Mm-hmm. I love, I might be teaching boxing to an individual but I don't want them to use it on anybody either only for protection protection martial arts right basically know that you can defend yourself know if someone comes after you can protect yourself you know and you know a lot of people have a lot of uh, you know a lot you know you got a lot of wise asses out there you Mm -hmm. know and um you gotta kinda keep your mouth you know quiet you know I'm humble now I'm 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 very humble now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm just laid back and. What changed it? What created that change for you? Kids, the, uh, the young girls. So what, what do you mean by that? Kids, the young okay, girls. Okay. Um, let me think. Seeing these beautiful babies grow up into women, mm-hmm. and you know, watching Olivia and mm-hmm. watching Eliana and watching even my older daughter Diana. Um, grow into women mm-hmm. and they're still regardless of babies you know they still need their father their mm-hmm. mother mm-hmm. and to me my daughter my youngest daughter really 
really truly calm me down. Mm-hmm. I, I I think, mm-hmm. you know, my personal opinion. I mean, I'm so always worried about things and where they are, what mm-hmm. they're doing, how school going, yeah. this that. Yeah. It, it's like, oh my god, what, what am I worried about now? You know? <laughs> yeah, that's like the welcome to the dad moment. Like, yeah, absolutely. Oh my god, yes, you're absolutely. Yep, yeah. that's. And that's that's bad to the dad as you take a moment and step back and like, I am responsible for these kids. I have a joke. I also have three daughters. I have four kids, three daughters. And what I, my my joke is that's my punishment for being a teenage boy. <laughs> so Leo, I was gonna ask you, so you you know, throughout your life you've been in very manly professions. You were a football player, you said you wrestled in high school. You were a boxer. I know you do um, some security on the side. Very, very macho professions. And you go home, and you're in a house full of girls. Uh, so so what's females. that like? Or do you just spend a lot of time outside the house? I don't know. It's, it's, it's so great. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. You know, I try. I always tell my wife I'm running to the gym, and I'm running here, running there, doing this. Um, it's kind of hard. I mean, you know, I mean, you, you, you turn that lying into a little puppy <laughs> it's so funny you're like you can't act the way you act you know with other people and and you know like you know i do security i work at the crosby in montclair mm-hmm. you know the people you have to deal with there mm-hmm. you know what i mean nice people and you know it's kind of cool because a lot of people recognize me and a lot of people know me mm-hmm. yeah. it's from our area so yeah. it's kind of nice then i worked down at the shore at DJs where you got all these young kids. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, my Lord. It's like you you can't help to be a father at that point because you're looking <laughs> you're at... Everybody's these, father, right? Exactly. <laughs> you're looking at these young girls, the way they, they walk out, and, and I'm like, where's the father? And then I'm thinking in my mind, in the back of my mind, they probably snuck out and went to their friend's house and they did Yeah. So, you know, you're thinking like, oh, my God, is this going to happen to me? Is my daughter well, well, how old is your oldest daughter? Well, 22. Right? Uh, so, she's out doing My daughter's 24. And you're like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> I can only hope she's thinking of you as she's getting ready for, uh, I hope for so. her night out. I hope yeah. so. I mean, because she knows yeah. how I am. You know, is that uh, everybody's like, oh, my God, that's your father? Holy moly. I don't know about that. You know, but... And my daughters are like, oh, my dad, my dad's like the biggest pussy guy. Oh. <laughs> you know, you know, he's he's not like that. And but you know, it is, it isn't. You know, I mean, you know, just don't piss me off. Well, <laughs> your nickname is Lionheart. Yeah. How'd you get that nickname, Mr. Roy Jones? Really? Oh, no kidding. No kidding. But what he just—I mean, what's the what, what's the well, meaning behind it? Me and Roy. Well, when I first started my boxing career, I I trained out of uh, Vernon, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, up up in the woods, you yeah. know, and uh, New Jersey's last frontier, yeah. I say, Sussex County, right? Yes. Right, yep. correct. And I had the pleasure mm-hmm. and the honor mm-hmm. to train with guys like Al Cole, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Charles Murray, mm-hmm. Courage Tabalasha. If I'm saying it, sorry, Courage. I'm trying. <laughs> uh, you get to a certain age, it just kind of comes yeah, out. Yeah, it just comes <laughs> out. You know, guys like that, Roy Jones. Um, one of the guys, Al Cole, I said, yeah. right? Um, all these guys and former champions, world champions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had the opportunity, McBride, who beat Mike Tyson mm-hmm. on his last fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to work with him a lot. Um, and Roy just said, man, this kid, this kid's like a lion. You know, he comes in every day. Mm-hmm. I drove, to drive 45 minutes away mm-hmm. 
for almost an hour every day to drive to this place mm -hmm. just to be part of this whole thing. Mm -hmm. And um, he just said, I'm going to call you Lionheart. And, and just, just stuck. Do you like being called Lionheart? Yeah. I think when Michael Buffer says that, yes. you know, the ring announcer, yes. it must sound really cool when he just, Leo the Lionheart, Lyacono. Yeah, he's like that. Or did I do it better than he did? Well, no, he's. he's <laughs> Mike, uh, Michael Buffer, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's all right. He's all right. Mike's, yeah. Mike's a good guy. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Mike's a good guy. I met him. He worked uh, my fight against uh, In the Garden. Yeah. yeah. And so, but you, you talk about how your daughters would say, but my dad's a little pussycat at heart. So that's so funny. You got the lion heart image as a boxer. Right. But your girls see you as like, he's this little pussycat. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. the heart of a pussycat, right? Yeah. And, yeah, uh, sure do. Do you have a close relationship with your daughters? Yeah, I'm very close. Yeah. To what kind of things do you like doing with them? Um, well, I like taking them to the mall. I like doing stuff. Uh, you know, Olivia's getting to that age yep. where she's like... Uh, you know, she wants to stay with her friends, go here, do that. So she kind of went. So I got the little one. My older one, I, you know, she's she's all over. She's working, going to nursing school and oh, doing all that stuff. Yes. You know, so she's busy and working, and I, I understand. Mm -hmm. But my little one is the one that I basically do all the hanging out with, you know, fool around with yeah. and play with. and. Uh, so one thing about, you know, Boxing, boxing metaphors, yes. right? As dads, we're always using that boxing metaphor of, you know, you have a bad day. Right. You got to get up and you got to get back in the ring. Correct. But you literally, you know, you get knocked down and you had to get up and get back in the ring. Sure. So do you use a lot of boxing metaphors to teach your kids when they have a bad day? Or do you do you purposely try to avoid it? No, I, I, I yeah. I guess being a fighter... You're always going to be a fighter, you know, regardless. Uh, yeah, I do have that uh, situation where I tell my kids where I work in the school. I work yeah. in Mary Pete Thomas. It's a charter school in, uh, in, in Newark. Newark, yeah. okay. Yes, and I've been there for two years now. And um, and the kids, I tell them, I say, you got to stay tough. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I do the same thing with my kids, you know. Um, you know, but, you know, I, you, you try to give the upper hand on them. You know, with the situation, you know, and um, sometimes you can't talk to them that way, you know. Mm. You know, I do this, do that, because I'm a little bit hard when it comes to stuff like that, because mm -hmm. I've been through everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, I, I try to talk to them in a gentle way. Yeah. What's your favorite part about being a dad? Um, I'll tell you. Uh, everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything about being a dad, I'll tell you, I love being a father. Sometimes I I look at people and uh, guys, and they're 40 years old in their 40s, and they got no kids, and mm. and I'm like, man, how do you do it? You have no idea what it's like to have kids, man. Yeah. It's like beautiful, man. Yeah, to I have, see you light up on that, how you talk yeah, about that. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, and it's just, I love it. I mean, I never, um, never regret it. Yeah. What's the hardest part for you? What's the hardest part about being a dad? <sighs> you know, watching them every day, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, watching them grow, mm -hmm. like I said before, into women. Mm -hmm. And you just always pray to God that they don't run into any situations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they don't uh, get caught up with anything. You know, you guys should know. You guys got girls. Yeah. And, yeah. 
I mean, that's the scariest thing. You know, the first day, you know, they bring home, you know, a girl. I mean, they bring home a guy, and and you're like, oh god, how do I act? <laughs> you know, do I act like a tough guy? Do I act like this guy? Do I act like you know, a nice, gentle guy? Yeah. And, and as dads, are we always worried that they're going to bring home a guy that's just like us? Just like us, right? I don't no. know if I'd want somebody who's the opposite. Yes. Or somebody like me. Yes. Because no I remember me yes. at that age. I, you don't feel like a guy like me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I could write a book on my part. Yeah. <laughs> you know, sure one's but, coming. I got to tell you, that, that would sell well. That would. Yeah. Leo, fatherly advice. Any kind of father out there, yeah. whether they're athletic, whether not athletic. you know, They're a, expecting to be a dad. Yeah. They got a young kid. Raising girls, raising They're boys. older. We like to ask, you know, we have this concept about being bad to the dad, that we are all proud about being dads and that we really strive to be our best. So we always ask our guests, you know, a piece of wisdom, whether it's through boxing, what could you offer our dads out there that listen? Whatever you do, as a father, I mean, I learned to be very close with them, try to be close with them and try to understand them and try to Mm -hmm. not get mad at situations all the time. About, well, if they're going out, they're doing this, they're doing that. Just talk to them. You know, let them know how it is out there sometimes. Or, you know, let them know, you know, I'm here. If you need me, call me. Mm -hmm. You know, for the new dads, which I have seen a couple of my friends right now that just uh, had a couple kids. They always ask me, oh, could I, man, I need your advice. This and that. I'm like, listen, man. I'm not a great dad. I just I just do the best I could, mm-hmm. you know, every day to be there for my my children. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's nothing being, you know, you know, it's 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 difficult, man, because people have no idea how life is. Life is, uh, I mean, not to not to sound like a down part of it. You know, you're here today. You might be gone tomorrow. I mean, you you don't mm-hmm. know. You want to leave. Oh, you want to have that urgency all the time with your kids, you know, mm-hmm. to make sure that, you know, you're there for them, you mm-hmm. know, for anything and everything, mm-hmm. you know. And that's, uh, you know, that's my advice to the new fathers and all the fathers out Spoken there. Spoken like gospel. Yeah, I'll tell you, that's bad to the dad that personified. Just dad. do the best you can, right? right? But but be there Just as much there. as you can. Absolutely. Leo Liacono, great pleasure having you on Bad to the uh, Dad. Thank you, guys. Thanks for making really the nice. time. This is great. I'm, Thanks, I'm brother. Glad. I, I am so happy I got to do this. When, when my daughter told me about him and uh, everybody told me about it, I was so excited. I, I, I was kind of nervous because I haven't done an interview in five years. Yeah. We like to think of this as like hanging out in Randy's basement. This is, just this having is, a, yeah, this, this is, is great. Right? Right? This, this is no great. One this is bad this is death. great. This is nice. It was a I love it. fascinating story, yeah. though. It's yeah, a fascinating I love it. story. I hope, hope everybody takes it into... Never give up yep. mm-hmm. on your dreams. Yep. You know, I mean, I, I could have... I mean... Not to cut it, you know, short, but mm-hmm. I could have, you know, quit football. Twenty two yep. years old, went out there, worked for a living, mm-hmm. and had a resentment towards mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. later on. But now that I'm fifty years old, mm-hmm. and I don't mind being it, um, I don't look back on anything. I'm no really regrets. happy that I did everything I had to do. Did movies too? You and Tony Danza? Who knew? The Nail, right? Was the yes. name of the film? 2009? Yes. 2009. Uh, I auditioned for a boxing role. All right. And to play a fighter named Carnez. Uh-huh. And I got it. And it was great. And uh, I got a chance to work with Tony, William Forsythe, Leo Rossi, 
Boom Boom Mancini. Boom Boom oh. Mancini. <laughs> boom Mancini was in a movie. When I started getting into boxing, yes. getting interested in it, yeah. Boom Boom Mancini. Boom Mancini. Boom Mancini. Yeah. 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 And then, and of course, Sugar Ray. What, yeah. Gen- what a gentleman yeah. he was. Yeah, uh-huh. what, a, what, a, what a guy. I mean, he just sat there. And Leo Rossi, I don't know if you know him, but uh, Leo... Uh, Can't say that I hang out in that kind of environment. No, I don't well, know Well, uh, Leo Rossi <laughs> did Halloween. He did... Yeah. Uh, Analyze this. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I got you. Yeah. Oh, yes. William Forsythe. I mean, yeah. he was on TV shows. He was Dynasty. Movies. He, was he Dynasty, played right? Sammy Gavano. Different, no, no, different. That's right. Different. He got yeah, he played. That's right. Yeah. That's right. But he was in uh, Dick Tracy. Dick he played Tracy. one of the villains. Right. Yeah, that's right. I think was. Uh, that's right. That's right. Great guy. Yeah. All great guys. Yeah. I, it was. It was a pleasure doing the movie. And I thought I was going to get into acting after that. I really thought that I was going to get. Still could. Nah, I'm done. I don't want to be no spotlight no more. My spotlight is my girls. Like there you go. Well, will, will you come back on the podcast? Absolutely. Maybe we'll do like a reunion show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anytime. Great. Well, thank Anytime. you. Yeah. Great having you Thanks guys. for being here. I appreciate it. So thank much. you. Thanks, awesome. guys. This thank is Bad to the Dad. Our guest was Leo Liacono. Bad to the Dead, episode three. Fun episode. What a fun episode. I love learning a little bit more about Leo as a boxer, as a dad. It's a great show. I don't think anybody believe that we had a professional boxer in here at Bad of the Dead. Yeah, well, I always knew that we were a big deal, but now we're a bigger deal because we had a former boxer. He will tell you that he is not a big deal. Yeah, no, but I got to tell you, do you feel his hands? Yeah, well, listen, I'm still feeling it. I'm waiting for the that, circulation that I to get you, I knew back to my fingers. That is man hands. That yeah. dude, and he had some nice ink, some nice tat. What a what a petty what a teddy bear. Good dude. I, mean, I, I bet you wasn't the ring, but what a sweet guy. Yeah, no. Uh, fantastic time. Um, it's over. Next Th- week. That was. This is our third episode. We have had three episodes. What have we done? Who knew? Who knew? I thought we would have sh- been shut down <laughs> by all kinds of communication yeah, authorities. FCC coming now. after us, everything yeah, else. But here we are. We're still doing our thing. And next week, it's President's Day weekend. It is President's Day week. We've got a great episode. What are we calling that? Hail to the dead. He's the dead and he needs hailing. <laughs> I actually stole that from... My Fellow Americans, which was a movie that uh, came out around, I don't know, 20 years ago with James Garner and and uh, and Jack Lemmon. Thank God for movies, right? We, yeah. Otherwise, we, we have exist? nothing to talk about. We have nothing to yes, talk about. Yes, we have no dialogue. Well, uh, episode three done. Looking forward to episode four. Uh, hail to the dead. Have a great week, dads. Thank you. We're out. Badthedad.com. Badthedad.com.